Good evening and welcome to another episode of Swimming with the Fish, a slightly shorthanded episode as it is just myself, Crutch, and the Chief tonight. Chief, how are you? I am doing fine. It has come to my attention that the goon may have seen a mouse in his house, so he decided to leave the state. Wow. He saw a mouse at his house? Yes, and with all the animals that that man has, you would think that one of them would do something about said rodent. As I'm not much of a fan of certain domesticated animals, which tend to be, what's the word I'm looking for here, mice hunters? Uh, I'm pretty sure he has at least one or two, right? He has three. Wow. And they've epically failed him, obviously. Not only has that happened, but as he has stated on many occasions, he is part of the Mouse Mafia. So why uh-huh. why this scares him is still beyond me. Did they think it was a hit? <laughs> like mean, maybe we... he wasn't doing enough? I'm well, y- you did, y- he did give you that message from Mickey last time. That's true, true. And, and, and ladies and gentlemen... Um... Yeah, you know, I was I was a little hurt. He's tried all week long to say that the message was for the chief, and I'm like, no, goon. I am pretty sure that was a crutch-specific shot. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that was some. Um... And you don't expect that kind of language from the mouse, I'm just saying. I do, but that maybe that's just me. <laughs> and there goes the first opportunity to spill some perfectly good coffee out of the official Swimming with the Fish mug, only forty four ninety five. We've lowered the price this week. Yes, by $5, just for Father's Day. Absolutely, because fathers are important. Without fathers, there wouldn't be alimony. I mean, sorry, um, there wouldn't be children. Not in Europe, where fathers and mothers are no longer necessary. Is this something I need to know about? Well, they have made, uh, through skin cells, they can now create uh, sperm and zygote. So... Basically. Oh God! They don't. Yeah, they don't need you. Correct. Well, that's. Yeesh. And they even have the uh, artificial wombs, so basically, that was it. It's over. Wow. Well, um, I prefer personally the old-fashioned way, and uh, you know when you actually had, you know, babies being born. And while we're on that subject, uh, a belated happy birthday to she who bore me. Uh, my mom, our number one fan, and well, I'm sorry, she's the show's number one fan. She likes certain people on the show better than others, and and if you're thinking it's me, you're vastly mistaken. Um, as I've been told on multiple occasions, I talk too much. Case in point, so she's going to be thrilled because with the goon not being here, this really kind of forces the chief to really, you know, you got to be here for at least forty nine point nine percent, dude. Yeah, well, you know, <laughs> once again, it, it's a, it's a privilege thing, and so now <laughs> now that the there's so much less privilege than previously, I, I may get a shot. Well, we're very happy to have you on the show tonight, and 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 ladies and gentlemen, of all of us, you know, I I am in the, the virtual presence of the Cal Ripken of the Swimming with the Fish cast because. This man that I speak to now is literally the only dude who's been on every single show. 
hasn't missed a show, right? That is correct. Show. I have not. I have not missed. The only one time show. you've missed a show is when we just didn't do one. That is correct. I was still here. I was just <laughs> sitting there waiting, nobody to talk to. <laughs> yes, I cannot do it by myself. This is not a one-man show. Oh, I don't know. You could. You could try. I'm not Joe Rogan. Well, that's true. You you have more hair. Uh, for how long? I don't know. <laughs> well, that's true. Like, he did get a haircut recently, folks, and and um, they got close. And then and then today, what's today? Right? Yeah, today you pulled this um, um, alternate universe, Mister Spock look. He comes in with a with a little you know goatee and mustache thing going. And I thought to myself, Wow, is this the evil chief or the good chief? So I got this. I've been going. Uh, single blade, you know, thinking that, hey, I can just sharpen this thing. But mm-hmm. the amount of times that I get cut, I was like, you know, I'm getting real tired of this. So I went on, I, I saw some infomercial about a new, uh, very small razor, mm-hmm. but it's an electric razor, mm-hmm. zero cuts. Uh, and it it said as close as a blade, so really? I was like, "Oh, I've got to try this out." Mm-hmm. And sure enough, uh, this this thing is amazing. Do Do you think they might sponsor us? Not a chance. Thought I'd ask. <laughs> Can't hurt to ask. Oh man! Oh, but man. If, if anyone was wondering, the Norelco One Blade is better than the quick blade or whatever the uh as seen on tv one is the reasons why is because the one blade you can put in water and you can shave with shaving cream and that is what gets it uh as close and you can actually look at the reviews uh the video reviews of a person that shaved with both of them uh both sides of his face and then he did it in stripes which i mean this <laughs> this man is ridiculous but the whole point the point was it has a stronger motor, mm-hmm. and uh, he was able to get closer, and he then he used his Gillette Pro Series uh, Electroshock. With, <laughs> I mean, this thing is a, a $100 handle with like $10 blades, and he was able to get just as close. And I said, you know what? Uh, Amazon Prime, make it happen. Go cheap. Yeah. That's awesome. Now, you, you were a little concerned today, I do note that you're that maybe the beard with you know that alternate evil universe vibe going was having some effect on some of uh your um technical equipment at work today if you mean the fact that everything i touched broke uh it it was pretty pretty crazy yeah you were you were kind of cursed today well that's just what happens when everyone decides hey i'm gonna schedule a whole bunch of meetings i'm gonna schedule it when uh, you know, Boss Man Gunny's not around. Right. And then I'm going to exclude the only other people that may know how this product works. <laughs> it all went horribly, horribly wrong from there, folks. Yep. And I'm... <clears throat> but we made it through the day. It is now Friday, Friday the 15th. And um, I'm kind of glad the week's over. It was a little creepy earlier this week for me. Uh, for me, actually, for uh, for me and... Um, and uh, Mr. Browning, uh, we, uh, <laughs> he's now backtracking. And, and of course, you know, 
that's that's fine. I know what I saw and I saw what I know. Um, we work in a building that um, has really, really quick elevators. It's a five-story building and you won't spend a lot of time in the elevator. But you will spend a finite amount of time in the elevator. You you know, it, it's not a teleporter. It's not instantaneous. And, uh, and Mr. Browning and I were coming from our morning coffee ritual and headed for the elevator to go back up to our office because the really cool fancy schmancy machine is on the second floor and we work on the fifth floor and you have a drug addiction it's not a drug addiction i can stop anytime i want that's I what just they all don't say. want to that's what they all say what, what, what are you trying to say i'm saying are you, are you, are you saying they're taking the machines i mean like they're not going to be there on monday like like i've got to make sure i got some other some other, other place to get it no i'm just are saying you, that well, you're still... you, who told you what, what do you know I'm telling you that even though you're not at work, you're still probably drinking coffee. Because I am. I'm drinking it out of the, did I not mention earlier, out of the very nice Swimming with the Fish mug, which is yes. only forty four ninety five this week. Most people need water to survive. and There's and, water in there somewhere. <laughs> yes. In between somewhere. those wonderful molecules of pure heaven is some of that hydrogen hydroxide stuff. So we're, we're covered. I'm, you know, we're good. Anyway, so we get a coffee in the morning, second floor. We go to get on, we come down the hallway, and as you come down to the hallway, it opens up into a wider area in front of three elevator doors. And just as we get to the open area, we see, or at least I still claim to see, a woman walk into the elevator on the far right. So I go to push the button, which is in between the far right and center elevators. Now, the time it takes me to walk, from the point where I see the door close behind her to the point where I push the button could not have been more than five to eight seconds, which is a lot of time, but not a lot of time. You know what I mean? Because I do. my surprise was when I pushed the button and the far right door opens again, I'm like, oh, she's really going to be mad at us because she didn't even get going and here the doors are opening again and these two jamooks are going to get on. And lo and behold, there's no one in the elevator. And this isn't one of those elevators that has the back service door where she, like, you know, walk through or something like that. It's just an empty elevator. Like, she's just performed a David Copperfield trick. And Mr. Browning was trying to tell me that um, we uh, we um, saw somebody that we, um, we didn't think we saw. And I'm like, no, I know what we saw. And... Um, I also know what I didn't see, which is somebody sitting in that elevator, standing in that elevator. So, I have to say that, <laughs> I know, I have to say that I'm convinced that I um, I saw a, a ghost. Or, and, um, it was a coffee-induced delusion. Well, I don't know, well, it could have been a delusion, I don't know about a delusion. Well, delusions uh, can cause illusions, and and thus, once again, you have a coffee problem. I probably do. <laughs> I probably do. But Mr. Uh, Mr. Browning and I uh, will um, one, undoubtedly go back and forth about this, because uh, in the larger sense, since he is more of an agnostic, not believing in anything spiritual at all, it would be hard for him to admit that, in fact, there was a ghost in there. So, you know, the idea that he's, you know, 
not going to believe his eyes because he has a certain belief system. I I can't help him with that. And so, so you're saying he saw the person as well, or entity? Oh, I know he did because he was just as surprised. You know, when the doors open, Mr. Browning and I look in at each other and go, where is she? Literally, where is she? So we both knew that we saw a she. In fact, I even asked around. I said, Do you, does anybody know somebody wearing a white dress today? Because she was wearing nobody saw anybody wearing a white dress today. So, so I was like, okay, now it's really getting creepy. Security boss lady upstairs has looked at the cameras before for us on different occasions. If Are you they ne- pointed at the elevators? Yes. If, if when you get out of the elevators, Shoot. look in the upper left and you'll see. Hmm. Okay. It's right above the glass door. So I w- but I would have to know exactly what time we were there, which day, right? You would have to know which day. You can guess which time we can look back at chat logs and see the Kofifi, you know, ritual that, that goes on in the morning. <laughs> and yes, we, 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 it's Kofifi time. That's when we go and get the, you know, the ritual first cup of the day. In honor of our president, whose birthday was also yesterday, by the way, speaking of which. Yep. So yesterday was well. a very special day for a lot of people. Well, it was. I mean, you know, and there was that that thing that came out too. But, um. So so, where do you want to start tonight? Do we do things? We want to go chronological, or do we want to just jump around? Jump around. Let's jump around. It. Pick a topic, any topic. So, I would like to know what people think about the Inspector General report because. Uh, a lot of people do not understand, and including, unfortunately, I think the president, that this particular one was just about what happened with the emails. There is another report that is going to come out about potential biases and improper use of uh, techniques within the intelligence community. Mm-hmm. So when the president goes and says... There was a whole bunch of bias, and there's a whole lot of problems, and I think the IG was wrong, especially Mm. since he puts out a whole stack of papers that I'm sure no one has read because I have gone through the art of war, and it took me a couple days, and that was less papers than this thing. Yeah, this sucker is 500-plus pages long, and while I appreciate Mr. Horowitz, isn't it? I I appreciate his thoroughness. The, I guess it really wouldn't have mattered. If he had written something small, they still would have messed it up. The mainstream media found one phrase in there where he says there was no bias. And they basically said, oh, the whole thing, there's no bias. Which, of course, is not what it says. It says, you know, there was no, um... What's the word they use? It's, it's not that there was no bias. It's that there was no documented bias. Although, even in that case, documented becomes sort of a term that you need to be very careful how you define. It's all very lawyery, okay? Yes. I mean, if you if you listen, or if you listen, if you read the text messages back and forth between Struck and Page. Uh, page, thank you. Struck and Page. <laughs> Struck and Page. Um it's quite obvious that they have very strong political leanings. But then again, so do we. I mean, you and I and, and, and the goon and Mr. Browning chat at work, and we have political opinions that all tend to lean on a particular way. 
However, none of us are in a position to affect an election or to investigate somebody or to, you know, um, you know, uh, change the wheels of progress through a political thing. These people worked at the FBI. These people had the ability to investigate or to, to, um, I guess in some case fabricate information because let's be honest, that whole dossier was one giant enormous fabrication piece of junk. Hey, you know, right. have mm-hmm. you, did you ever read the entire dossier? I know I did not. Right. So much like the best woven lies, it is sprinkled with some truth. Like, for example, Trump, Trump went, was in, went to Russia. Yes. There's some yeah. truth. Well, awesome. Okay. Yeah. Everything after that may have been, you know, <laughs> speculation. Which you, I I asked, you know, engineer Forecourts your, your, and your level of sprinkle is really thin, dude. <laughs> okay, dumped. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> I mean, in this case, sprinkle is singular. <laughs> like, look, I got a cupcake. It has a sprinkle on it. <laughs> so, the the engineer uh, Forecourts. What about engineer, engineer Forecourts and? Uh, the uh, special man. What is it? Uh, it the highest level engineer that we have. Principal engineer. That is correct. Yes. Well. Prin- principal engineer. You know dreadlocks. Both mm. of, both of them. I was talking to, and I said, you know, uh, this. It was speculative of what happened, and we we now know that people made horrible decisions. What nobody is debating is that, you know, the AC broke the law, which the, you know, as you would know, the AC would not follow any laws because they think they're above the law. But not only did <laughs> they break the law, but they, uh, they funded something where information was provided by a foreign entity. So we keep saying we don't want foreign entities uh, messing with our election, and right. yet we actually have verifiable proof of that happening. W- to which Engineer Forecourts told me, "You uh, and and he was right. Mm-hmm. He says you have no idea what Mueller is doing. He could very well be doing that." And I said, "You know what? You've got me there. He very well could be. Could be doing what? He he could be gathering information." about the AC and her, you know, undead army and just getting it all ready. Right. Okay. So I I appreciate the Pollyannic view that Engineer Four Courts has of Mueller. Mueller is a political hatchet man. He's a political hatchet man for the Democrats. The idea that he would turn and wield said blade blade of fury on the AC. I got a better shot at winning Mega Millions tonight. So, if you win Mega Millions, you, you better be watching the news to see what he does. <laughs> if I'm winning Mega Millions, y'all know about that next week. We will do a whole show about how I am rich. <laughs> And uh, no, I mean, actually, obviously, all of us would be rich. We would, I divide it amongst the team here, and we would, we would still do the show. We would, it would be a much happier show. 
I was still vote to leave the goon out because he had he had said <laughs> on on many an occasion that he would leave us high and dry. So uh, there was a. But you and I, you and I played our fair share of D and D, and I think you both know I kind of play paladin. I would, I think, I, I believe the karma would be too strong. Well, I play paladin I too. But... I okay. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I didn't say, I didn't say leave them high and dry, but you said split, which would mean a significant amount. And and you know maybe he's changed his mind. Who knows? Here's what I know. I roll up with a wheelbarrow full of money. He's going to change his mind. <laughs> you you know, wherever you work, there is an ongoing blog to which uh, Mikey B. Uh, I sent... can pay him in ones. You could. I'm sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> uh, put me Mikey on. Mikey B. Yeah, he, he sent me something about uh, the, the special month that uh, we are celebrating. Even though, to all my... Uh, Muslim listeners out there. Oh, that, that it, month. Okay. It is Eid Mubarak, so uh, happy end to the fast. And oh, everybody's chowing down today. Uh, it doesn't work that way. It's more of a celebration. That, what I do when I end a fast. <laughs> it's it's a you've you've I made. I should call that morning. <laughs> okay. Well. Sorry. That's that's probably why you look the way you look too. <laughs> so, oh, and I lost weight. <laughs> You you have, you have, and, and I, I apologize. Back to your Muslim friends. Uh, no, no I, I'm saying today is a month that is recognized for a particular group of people, sure. but I did not want to leave out the uh, occasion. Either way, in this, they they were complaining about the use of pronouns within our office, and it oh. and and uh, a person who thinks much like me, says, I try to obey the golden rule. Mm -hmm. And they said, uh, that is no good. Do not... The golden rules? They said, do not treat me how you would like to be treated. Treat me how I want to be treated. And and I, I, I asked Mikey B, if I want to be treated like a king, must you comply? And he said, that is the, that is the environment we are now in. Really? Yes, I couldn't. I couldn't believe it. We we looked up. Every everyone uh, was shining blue, and I said, "Oh, that is why they are saying this so freely, Be because they can." Right. Because if I walked into the office and said, "I wish to be treated like the Holy Father in Vatican, Vatican," which means all of you need to kiss the ring on my left finger, how how quickly am I getting walked out? I don't know about getting walked out. The the person closest to the door may swing at you. I'm not, I'm not sure. <laughs> <sighs> I am so very tired of... I don't know. Maybe it's me. I kind of was going with the idea that, you know, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. Treat others as you wish to be treated is probably the best way because nobody wants to be treated badly so don't treat other people badly and we'd all be very happy but this idea that i have to you know enable your fantasies of self-engrandizement um no in fact heck no <laughs> that's as strong as i'll go tonight because i don't want to awoke myself yeah well well no one told them that and and thus that was that was where we were and it, although that has nothing to do with Mueller, 
I, I am still holding out hope that people can do the right thing. That is frightening. Um, yeah. That is my. Down, it would be very. It would be very encouraging for humanity as a species if, at the end of the Mueller probe, he actually comes out with a report that says, "Look, we checked for two years, year and a half, whatever it's been, however long it'll take. We found no evidence of anything, or we, this is exactly what we found." But it's not illegal. Write it as a report. You send it off to Congress because that's who you report to. Congress goes, thank you very much for your time and service. Hope you enjoyed all the money you spent. And we're done. But I think this thing's going to basically just go on and on and on until they find something about something about something. <clears throat> I mean, Paul Manafort is now back in jail because he's an idiot. If the judge tells you not to talk to people on the phone... Don't, don't buy an encrypted app and then go talk to them. Surprisingly enough, people will find that stuff out. Okay, And yes, now you find yourself back in jail with, with, uh, without your bond and, you know, not too smart. Um, whether he stays there or not or whether he gets convicted or not, I was a little concerned about that, actually. I was a little... I, I was listening to the news and, and the, uh, the good folks on... This was on CNN. God help me, I was watching CNN. Um, we're very excited about the fact, well, you know, now he's there and maybe he'll, you know, maybe he'll rethink his not cooperating with the, with Mueller. And I'm like, he's done nothing but cooperate with Mueller. And, you know, well, now he'll, he'll, you know, turn on, on, on Trump. And I'm thinking, um, are we really to the point where we want to take people and find a way to put them in, in a jail cell with no bail? and say, well, you get to stay here until we see fit to do something with you or until you tell us something we want to hear. Um, that's a really, really bad precedent to want to set up. And yet, we had the press going, that was what we wanted to do. It was awesome. So the the biggest thing here, which I thought Dirty Harry Reid had proven to the rest of the world, that whatever happens on one side will happen on the other, much like the nuclear option that no one thought oh, yeah. would ever be used. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you know, as as crazy as things get with uh, with Rosenstein, Mueller, ev everyone involved, mm -hmm. eventually the next party is going to be back in power. And then well, the shoe is yeah, on the other foot. That, that reminds me, there's been a couple of rather contentious um, press conferences last uh, day, one with uh, the press secretary and one with the president. And in both, you had members of the press who were berating either the president or the press secretary um, about not having any feelings because this administration is adhering to the laws as they exist. The law as it exists with regard to illegal immigrants coming across the border with dependents is that the dependents will be put in foster care while the illegal immigrant is being processed. Previous administration, as they had done many times in eight years, ignored that law and said, no, no, you get to stay together and, you know, you go live and maybe we'll catch up with you later. Oh, wait, now we can't find them. Oh, woe is us. And yet we've got new family of illegal immigrants now be bopping around the states. Well, you know, the law I says they get split. <laughs> 
The law has said that for 10 years. I, I looked up why this is actually happening and why they thought that they had an argument. And the mm -hmm. reason for that is because they didn't consider this a criminal offense. They considered it a civil offense. So There's nothing civil about sneaking into this country. Right, that's, but that's a that is, I, I understand. Look, mm -hmm. don't don't give me your logic, okay? I'm giving, <laughs> I'm giving you the reason why they're saying that uh, if a person crosses over, it's a civil problem. It's not a, um, you know, an an actual thing, and that that is the the whole basis for everything. Because what did <coughs> Session say? He said that he was going to follow by the letter zero tolerance, which basically right. meant, uh, and the law states everywhere that yep. if you you know if you're cited for a criminal offense mm -hmm. then the children who did not commit the crime are taken away case in point mm -hmm. Dequan Young in the car in Virginia right dealing drugs so that he can pay for his kids braces is arrested mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. he is taken to jail his kids are taken to foster care yes they were they, they are split up now what happens did, does no one care about him? It no. was, I mean, he was just, it was just pushing weed in Virginia where it's not legal yet. So, so what's the deal? This man had his head of his time. Yeah, I mean, look, he, he had to make a living. Mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, working at the gas station for $10 an hour was not paying all the bills necessary. Mm -hmm. So what is, what is he going to do? You know, he, he saw an opportunity. He was presented with it. He knew the risk and he took it. Yes, he yeah. is. Uh, he was in his uh, late twenties, so he's gonna. His kids are going to to miss their their parent. Uh, where the mom is, I have no idea. But obviously, but nobody's crying over him, are they? No, and or the kids. Yeah. And that's what I, irks yeah. me the most. But, but the the argument was made, in both cases, that you know, well, you should just fix this with an executive action, and frankly. That's not the right answer. That's the expedient imperial answer. You know, oh, I'll just fix it with my pen and my phone. But um, no, those those are days are gone, and this is where we go. And okay, look, this is a this is a law that people are unhappy with. There's a thing we do with laws when we're unhappy with them. We we go to the legislature and say we're unhappy with this law. Make a new one that we're not unhappy with. Okay, and then the, the legislature can can do that or tell us to go pound sand, as sometimes they are wont to do. But the whole thing is, and President Trump pointed it out quite succinctly multiple times to the what's the word I'm looking for? Bleating. That's that noise that little lambs make when they, you know, yeah, and goats. At goats, right? The bleating press today. That um, you need to pass a new law. And we'll adhere to that one. And, of course, then they come back and say, well, you have the majority of both houses. No, no, no. we got a one-vote majority in the Senate. You need about nine Democrats. You know, go talk to your friends. Go find nine Democrats, and we'll go make a new law. And, frankly, there's probably nine Democrats that would want to make this part of their thing so that, you know, they might actually be able to hold on to their jobs because um, things aren't looking good for the, for the Dems. The blue wave has turned into a, a blue splash. <clears throat> they could use all the help they can get. Well, everybody, I'm out to help them, but you know, <laughs> hey, look, if you want to pass a new law and make this thing better, then you know, work with people. 
the the biggest issue that I have with all of that mm-hmm. is that the, it was the pen and the phone that got us in this pl- uh, situation in the first place, yeah. and the judge did no one any favors, and and I don't understand why Sessions or someone else did not uh, do something and, and fight that order where he basically said, "Oh, you have to do this," and it, if it was illegal in the first place, if it was an executive order. That, mm-hmm. that put it into place, it's, it's an executive order that can take it out of place. That's the way the law is written. So if that is the case, how can a judge say, you know, I don't think so. It, if Trump becomes the racist that everyone thinks he is, and he says, you know what? If you're not blonde-haired, blue-eyed, fair-skinned, uh, you have a 30% tax executive order. And then the next uh, person in power says uh <clears throat> we, we're going to re- with orange skin and fake hair get the <laughs> well no it, it, he says i want to rescind it but uh congress and everyone now depend on that money and the judge goes wait whoa whoa wait a minute you're going to have to first find another source of income before you can take away that tax what kind of garbage is that what i mean th- it is the the garbage that you get when you have activist judges and imperial executives and a legislature who, as a former Republican, I'm very one to say, the current legislature is spineless and weak-kneed. Because the first thing I would have done after that ruling, okay, is I would have passed a bill that basically said the president can and any executive order he wants, let him go sign it. Now it's a law. So let – you know. Let the judge call that one unconstitutional. That'll take about eight seconds to get up to the Supremes. But we already have that. That's what I don't understand. He already could do that. I, I know so, there's so many things already on the books that are already on the books that everybody wants to put on the books. So That's why the books are so big. It, it, uh, you know, I am glad of one thing. This is showing just how bad things are. And I can't remember which congressperson it was. But they basically said... We're trying to spread democracy around the world when we can't even get it right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's kind of depressing. This is hey, why. Speaking of spreading democracy around the world, we had a bit of a whirlwind tour earlier this week, didn't we? So, yeah, I, I wouldn't call that democracy, but we. Well, stuff did happen. It might be spreading a little capitalism. I haven't seen it yet. I'm, I'm, if, folks, if I can find it, I will include a link to it. I think it might be out there. Um, so, uh, Kim Jong-un, the rocket man himself, and, uh, and the Donald, our president of the United States, uh, both flew over to Singapore and had their famous June 12th meeting. Was it 12th? Was it really only that long, short ago? Wow. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> Seems like forever. But anyway, <laughs> so many things going on. Yep, and I, I would like everyone to see what I... What I, I what I'm I've providing. seen that one before. That's that's a good one. I will include that. That's one of one of the best memes going out there. It's a Chim Jong Un grabbing one of the the soldiers on the DMZ and hugging him with a smile. Says, "Yes, we're getting a McDonald's." <laughs> that's awesome. I will definitely include that in the show notes. Um, yeah. So anyway, supposedly, <clears throat> um, the two had a very cordial meeting, a long meeting, um, spoke on a number of topics. Um, had a joint presser afterwards, signed a document of accordance, and, uh, you know, headed to their respective uh, countries. 
At which point, of course, the mainstream media claimed that, you know, Trump had given away the case to the kingdom and got nothing. And I kept thinking to myself, wait a second, he got most of what he wanted before he even got to Singapore. You know, we got three hostages back. Now, God, I wish we had been able to get warm beer back in one piece, whole and healthy and hale. Um, unfortunately, that one kind of falls on the previous administration. Um, but, you know, even their family was happy that those three three people got back. Um, we got them to complete the destruction of the facility they had already started. Uh, we got them to stop shooting things at Japan and South Korea. Anybody, anybody knows we haven't had any launches out of North Korea in, what, five months? Six, maybe? That's not too shabby. It, it, is, it is quite a while. Yeah. But, you know, of course, you know, we, what we gave away, we gave away, we said, well, we're not going to do war games. Right, because it would take, what, about 30 days to turn that around and say, yes, we're going to do war games? 30 days, man. <laughs> well, th- everybody's already there. It's not like we have to bring, you know, the, the, the Sixth Fleet into South Korea. The people who would be engaged in the war games are already there. It, in order to arrange new war games, it probably doesn't take more than 30 days. So this is the military. We give them some slack. Right. Now, the right. problem is if we run into that situation mm. and that, uh, which I have just described to you it, or uh, presented for your viewing pleasure. <laughs> and, and you know, if we start spreading our stuff over there and something like that happens, then what are we going to do? Worried about the McDonald's employees? Did you not see the image? Wait a second, did you send a second one? Oh, wait a second. See? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. I'm missing like two fries. <laughs> That's a big child. Where do you find these pictures? These are going to be some good memes. You'll like these folks. Remember. Uh, the, ch- the chief is really <laughs> up on his game today. The uh, <laughs> my, my kids speak in, in meme, so I have to learn their language. That's a frightening concept. You were trying to describe that to me earlier. Um, I, I, I don't quite understand. And maybe somebody who's young and, you know, hip and, you know, understands all what the cool cats are saying nowadays can explain exactly what meme speak is. I mean, I understand what it is, but I don't understand how to translate it. <laughs> That's, that would be the trick. Uh, but, um, no, one of the things that I did like about, quickly getting back to, to, the, um, to the Singapore trip, everybody said, you know, this guy doesn't know how to negotiate. And I'm like, uh, that's all he really does in his life is negotiate, okay? Whether he's negotiating contracts with, with the builders of a hotel or he's negotiating with governments to get the property to build something or whatever so he goes over there he puts on a little schmooze right oh wonderful great leader north korea blah 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 sure and then he shows the guy look you got some prime real estate here you could turn this place into something people want to come visit that will generate lots of money you will get power and prestige that you don't need to have nukes to get okay you don't need to be paranoid powerful like dad and granddad you can just be you know semi-capitalist powerful like you know vietnam or china i mean look at the business we do with vietnam nowadays we had a friggin' war with them 40 years ago and that is the sign of a great salesman which you know pod 
who who you refused to work for ever again, mm-hmm. he was able to do that to the government. They saw his vision and were like, I want that. Right. Regardless of the souls he took <laughs> to make it happen. <laughs> the Prince of Doom. Uh, but yes, uh, like yeah, you said. Your, your point's valid. I mean. And so you know, so they make up this they make up this little you know uh, this little sales video, and people are like, "What the heck are they talking about?" And I'm like, "You don't get it." And 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 all of the little politicians and all of the little diplomatic corps lifetime achievement award winners, you know, their little heads are spinning because this thing apparently went pretty good, you know. And and maybe there's a bug in the back of Kim Jong Un's head that says, you know, this might actually work out, and I could like. You know, keep my job, not have to worry about the people. The people wouldn't be starving. People would want to come to the country. We're gonna build a hotel. I'll make money. I could leave the country without having to worry about there not being a country for me to return to. It's kind of a win-win for the dude. And of course, my picture. And of course, your picture, right, with the fries. <laughs> well, not that one. The 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 hugging one. Oh yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, you, because in order to, in order to get the fries, you you gotta have the store. That's true. That is very true. But I, um, but of course, you know, he won't get any credit. Although I did hear a story. I believe it's Norway or Denmark. I'll have to go look it up. There's an ultra right political party in one of those two countries, and two ministers of parliament from whatever one of those two have actually gone to the international. Uh, What's the committee I'm thinking about? It's not the International House of Pancakes, because they it's, don't exist anymore. No, because there's no such thing anymore. And Wendy's took them down anyway. No, the, um, what is the award? Uh, named after the guy who invented dynamite. You mean the, uh... I'm so old. <laughs> I'm, 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 isn't that amazing? We're, we're both going completely... Nobel! There we no, are! I... <laughs> I'm Went not to sure. the International Nobel Committee and submitted President Trump's name for the Nobel Peace Prize for his work with North Korea. Because frankly, nobody in the United States was going to do it. That's for darn sure, you know. Well, all I can say is that you know. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> I love it when you absolutely need second breakfast. Okay, folks, you, there's, there's more than this, that. going to be this is going to be totally meme tastic. So, once again, it's not just second breakfast, okay? Because it's also good for first breakfast, 11 Z's. Luncheon, (laughs) afternoon tea, dinner, and supper. There you go. Yeah, see, I mean, because that's what he wants. I mean, even here, today, uh, the capitals who won, guess where they go? They go to the place formerly known as IHOP. Is that but, where they ended up? That's where that's where they go to carbo load after a game. I had no idea. Yes. Although it makes complete sense because if you're going to go carbs, it's pancakes is really about like the best meal. <laughs> and and they were always open twenty four seven. That helps. And and you could always get breakfast. Mm-hmm. And and apparently now you can get burgers, but <laughs> which is why uh, I saw a uh, an advertisement for. Bob's Pancakes, because apparently Bob's Burgers <laughs> was going out of business. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Did you see the, who was it, Pancake King? 
Burger King got into it and changed their uh, Twitter handle to Pancake King. I do not uh, do that. Somebody sent a note to the Wendy's, um, to the Wendy's Twitter account and said, "Hey, I thought you were the OG when it came to to burgers. Here, are you going to let this upstart come in?" And whoever's running the Wendy's Twitter account said, "Yeah, we're not really worried about anybody who thought pancakes were hard." It's it's a shame. It is a real shame because I don't know what happened. I really don't. But I'm going to go there and find out because. <laughs> they have second breakfast, and just about every <laughs> day I need to. <laughs> Don't forget elevensies. Every day I think about that. Usually after I'm done eating first breakfast. <laughs> That's usually about the time you start thinking about um, about second breakfast. Yep. So once again, what can we, what can we say? The uh, things were done. The nuclear war was averted. In fact, now it looks like we're going to have peace. And if that, if, if things continue... Peace through bacon cheeseburgers. Yeah, if things continue down this road, it's mm-hmm. going to be a hard sell come 2020, unless, of course, you have a ticket with the rock on it. Because that's, you know, Dwayne Alejandro Mountain Dew, <laughs> Herbert Camacho Johnson... I'm I'm all about that. You, you would vote for him, I know. Oh, 100%. I mean, <laughs> my my candidate lost to Harambe. So so I I'm, I'm not even I'm not even trying anymore. Things are not good when your when your candidate gets less votes than a dead gorilla. That's right. And on that note, uh much to the chagrin of uh, Mr. Browning cuz we're not doing a full hour tonight. Uh frankly cuz it's been a long week and we're tired. So uh, with that, I bid you a fond good night.